Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 14th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm uh, I'm doing great. Victory Monday. Uh-huh. New FedEx Cup number one. <laughs> Grandstanding controversy. Oh, you know, people are jumping on this bandwagon left and right saying, you know, what was Christina Kim's tweet tonight? Christina Kim is right on the money. He's like, listen, listen, P- the PGA Tour pros are aiming at these every week. So if you're not hollering about it every week, I, w- I was like, hey, we're not only not hollering about it every week, we're hollering about it every Monday, <laughs> Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah. So this was just like our Super Bowl come home to roost. Um, you know, sure a- enough, we talked about it last week, how this might play a figurative oh, role in the championship. You were on this Sunday night. A week ago from today, you had the scouting report. Listen, there's a great wall just posted up right on the back edge of a, you know, two shot par five, reachable par five. So just amazing. How are you feeling about the Bears? Should we go to the the NFL real quick? I want to know how you're feeling more so than how I'm feeling. I know how I'm feeling. We're just, we're just, we're just a complete embarrassment. If they did not (laughs) exist, I would be all right. I don't think the Browns should exist anymore. It's a damn shame this old version of the Browns, the ones that just kicked our ass, the Ravens. Like, that's what we should be. And the zombie version is just a dysfunction. It will never be good. They will never work together. Baker has just been irrevocably damaged by Freddie Crockpot. And there, he's just, he's, he's NFL Ricky. He's on every commercial, Hulu, Progressive, every commercial break. And he just, he's, he might not be good. He's not good anymore. He stinks. You know, Lamar was taking 30 picks after him. He's 800 times better. Um, is, is Mitch better than Baker? Oh, my God. I can't believe that's an, even a question. We suck. Our special teams coordinator, I don't know who he is, but he sucks. And we should have thrown him in the harbor. You know, we got, we, we, first possession, they throw an interception. Second possession, they try, honestly, the worst face fake punt attempt I've ever seen. Not only does he not even gain a single yard, but he fumbles the ball. <laughs> so immediately, like, we're already behind the eight ball. We've got a rookie left tackle who they're just going to tee off on because we've got to throw every down now. <laughs> we, we have missed field goals. The only time we score a touchdown, you, we have joy for three seconds because then we missed the fucking extra point. We missed the field, like the special teams. We had penalty on every kick or punt. I don't, how are we this bad every year? I just, our owner, the franchise should cease to exist. Our owner should be in jail for rebate fraud. It's just unbelievable. You see our offensive coordinator? Dead? Google him right now. Our new guy, Alex Van Pelt. Alex Van Pelt. Dead is it fucking Bo, Raider. Bo, is it Bo Van Pelt's brother? No. They might be. Who, uh, dead Rainer for Freddie Kitchens. It is honestly like oh he, he looks God. exactly like 
him. So I don't even know how we're any. I mean, you bring in the, the clone. So it's just. He might we're just not be Kitchens. He might just change his name. Look, Baltimore is an elite team. But like, if we're. We're just not competitive. Ass kicked. What happened with the Bears? They had a 2% chance to win. I see people just screaming about Jimmy Graham. You know, he's horrible. Mitch. Oh, my God. I see Jimmy, Mitch. Jimmy Graham what? missed time two jumps today. <laughs> I mean, Mitch is not is good. Mitch isn't good. Mitch is no. horrible. He's still bad. Yeah, he's a little, he's a little bit better. Was pretty good. He's a little better, and he made some great throws down the stretch. They're, the Bears are horrible. The Lions <laughs> gave this game away. The, that rookie running back that dropped the touchdown oh. pass. Oh, that was I mean, so bad. <laughs> and that that was like the third worst thing that they did in the fourth <laughs> yeah. quarter. What happened? All they had to do was not turn it over, and they did or something. And then Mitch threw a nice floater to the corner there. To yeah, Miller, I mean, Mitch, they, you know. Mitch does this sometimes. He sometimes yeah. pulls shit out of his ass, you know? <laughs> but they are not good. The Lions had them dead to rights. The defense didn't look very good. Yeah. I mean, they're, Mitch is just not good. And the thing about it is, like, he's not good at all. Yeah. And no. it just, I was thinking about it. It's like, how bad is Foles that he couldn't win this job? I mean,. Yeah, Nick Foles is a journeyman who had one like good postseason. You know, I, I, I don't know that he's the legend of that whole like postseason run in Philadelphia. It's probably not. You know, it's a little overblown. A couple years later, he's got a I, statue. I just, it looked ugly. It looked it ugly, awful. but you got the win. It was That's a horrible thing to watch. I, I like almost turned it off and thank you know I didn't and stuck in there and. Sure enough, I'm, just, I'm not confident about the rest of the year, but we're one to know. Yeah, great. I'm glad. Victory Monday for one of us. So there you go. Uh, let's get to the golf. A&A inspiration. Miriam Lee is our second women's major winner of the year. Uh, she takes it in a playoff over Nellie Corda and Brooke Henderson. Um, what do you have? What's your reaction? A lot of, lot, like the backboard became <laughs> the star of the show. It really did. It was an abomination. It was a I complete... Mean, Miriam Lee chipped in three times today. Yeah, great. Utterly great unbelievable. Chase round it. of the day. Low yeah. round of the day. Now, I think you can complain about the backboard being absolutely ridiculous and just a a skid mark on the competitiveness of the of this tournament because of uh-huh. just it being there and how idiotic the tournament organizers. I'm hearing it was. Very the thumb on the scale from IMG the tournament uh, oh, organizers. Love to see that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, they were very adamant about putting this wall up. So and it completely embarrassed the tournament. Yes. the women, Mike Wan, everybody. And you know what? Speaking of thumb on the scale, our favorite phrase. I enjoyed how the broadcast really took it to task. Yes. Really, all weekend. You know, it wasn't. They weren't covering it up. Even like it was Thursday, Thursday. Friday, we posted, posted several to Instagram, some great fanfare and reaction from the audience. But I mean, like Jerry Fultz, right out, like this has backstop written all over it. Like straight up, they're playing two clubs more because the hybrid, they said, you know, on the direct line with the flag isn't enough. And so I'm just thinking back to last week when, you know, 
they wouldn't talk about the money with the PGA Tour. They wouldn't talk about certain other, you know, Dustin Johnson having a 54-hole lead. Like, it was refreshing in a way to have a true and honest accounting of what exactly was going on, what we were watching. Like, it was in play, and the women were taking too much club knowing they had that safety net. And this is where I don't think anybody should take away that Nellie Corda got screwed. Nellie Corda didn't get screwed. She hit shitty drives on 18 twice. thank you. I thought you were about to say she she played 18 poor. If she hits it in the fairway, she can use the backboard like everybody else. And then she she hit two pretty poor wedge shots. Yes. Like, look, just short wedge shots both times. Meanwhile. She did not play it well. Miriam Lee chipped in on 16 and 18. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yep. She tracked yep. her down, and then she, she was the only one that made birdie in the playoff hole. She won the tournament. Nellie Corda didn't lose because of the backstop. Nellie Corda lost because she poor, played 18 poorly two times in a row. She missed. She's the best driver of the golf ball of the three. She missed the fairway twice. And, the, you know, from there, she could not use the backstop. It was yeah, a, and her wedge shots if, weren't good, though, either. Too. Yeah. Uh, that's not a lot of the hook. Both wedges but, were not. But yeah. it was such an easy hole if you hit the ball right. in the fairway because then you just take one extra club, blast yep. it into the backboard, <laughs> chip it back on, and make your birdie. Like, it, like that was the other thing. If you're going to put a backstop up there, at least – Move the pin all the way back so it's a really, really hard chip, you know? Yeah. From that's back a good point. there. That's a good point. On, on Sunday. Don't make it a mockery where these these women have just like the easiest chip out there. All they had to do was get that chip to land on the green and it was just barely out of the green. It's gonna roll all the way to the flag. You know, if you hit a little hard, it rolls eight feet by and you have an eight footer coming back up the hill. Like that the the tournament organizers should be embarrassed, but it should not be, oh, Nelly, the story should never be Nellie Corda got screwed because she no. didn't hit good tee shots. I agree. I agree completely. This And this, let's be honest, this was the perfect storm, right? I mean, as a par five with water behind it and like at a tweener club for a lot, it seemed, you know, at a tweener distance. And, you know, it was a, yeah, it it was the perfect storm. It was it was on TV. It was a major championship. I loved when the ball got stuck under the the. <laughs> th- that was my favorite thing. Immediately when it rolled under there, I thought about the ground rule double rule at, at Wrigley Field <laughs> yeah. with the ivy. Hands up! The outfielder yeah. throws hands his hands up. up in the air. <laughs> so I mean, this was just uh, so conspicuous that. You know, even uh, we couldn't just be the fringe lunatics hollering about it. Everybody had to talk about it. You know, everybody was on site, said it was it greatly impacted the competition. That's not how that hole should be played. But, hey, the tournament organizers got what they wanted. At one point, I think it was Fultz, I heard the words diving board and backboard within like yeah. 30 seconds. It just was turned into a total circus. Did you the see that hole. one? The, the, uh, no stepping, Catherine no diving. Kirk? You're playing your shot off a Did you painted see concrete how, that says no diving. How Maybe bounced, that shouldn't be there. It was going to bounce in, yeah, and then it yeah. held it in? That was yeah. almost more ridiculous than the wall. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if that, was, uh, if that was Brooke Henderson's ball, and it stayed out, and she got up and down for birdie. I would have been hollering about that more than the wall. So are people, recreational golfers, just diving into that thing after the round all the time they have like tourists coming and just like 
jumping into the pond? Like, what are all these warning so. signs about no diving, no step, all this stuff? Like, you're at a pool. What do you think the right temperature there? was in, in the pond? Well, wasn't it 104 today? Yeah. I think they said. Uh, what they were talking about, like... The trophy ceremony is like, be careful. You might need mittens or something. The trophy is going to be piping hot out in the sun. Uh, it just became a circus. And not to mention the wall just added time, right? I mean, granted, you also had sort of the perfect storm of it getting caught. You got Henderson's caddy crawling under and emerging out from the other side, trying to find the ball. It added. They found the somebody, wrong ball off the bat. I want to say Sean Zox. Somebody to Nelly, like it was like 29 minutes in between uh, finishing 17 and 18 or something like that. So that was the that was the other thing about it that pissed me off was that it it obviously like puts a stain on your comp- competitive, you know, the competitive nature of the tournament having that yeah. backstop. But yep. then you just are slowing down play because everybody's hitting into it and everybody needs rulings. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like slowing everything down. And then, you know, to, the one thing Nellie Corda did get screwed with was she got iced. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. That that actually was had yeah a little bit of an impact on the competition. But again, she hit some bad drives and some bad wet shots. So and, I, you know, I'm just glad it's out there. It's out in the open, you know, straight up. What was it? Miriam Lee's caddy told Alan Shipnuck, listen, like we are playing for the blue thing and to get a drop. Right. The, yeah. Several caddies came out like, listen, this is five wood. It's way too much club, but we got the wall. So yeah. But why wouldn't you do that? Anybody that's no. mad at a golfer for doing that. And I've seen people, it's like, why? No, no, no. Can't be mad at it. You're mad at the, the well, people you were who thought mad, that was a good idea. You were idea. mad at, uh, what's his name for backboarding last year? Scott Hent. I wasn't mad at him. I was probably having a little bit of fun. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever got mad at him. Uh, one other thing. So Miriam Lee, Korean wins it. I saw this a bit this weekend. Um, I think we need to be careful about where we go. like, And whether it's subconscious or conscious, people talking about like the great leaderboard with Brooke, Nelly, Lexi. Is it like the perfect storm LPGA couldn't have asked for a better, like better, perfect leaderboard. Well, like, I think what we're subconsciously are almost admitting is like, oh, there are no Koreans up there. Right. Cause Jinyan Ko defending champion and yeah. number one player in the world is not there. I think six of the other seven top Koreans are not there because of the pandemic. I just, I'm not like accusing anyone of doing, saying something racist but but i think like we just need to be careful about how like what is the perfect leaderboard what fits our what's the most sexy and exciting narrative story for us right and what's the most exciting thing to watch i think like we start to walk into troublesome territory and say oh we got we you know the americans are on top of the leaderboard they couldn't have asked for a better leaderboard and i just think you know, when you don't have the defending champ and number one player in the world, along with several of the other Korean women who have been pretty dominant at these majors, it's kind of you're walking yourself, whether you intended to or not, into sketchy territory. That's a, a, another takeaway. So the uh, um, it reminded me a little bit when when Miriam Lee won. I thought a, a flashback to the 2017 players when I was the happiest person in the media center when. See Wu Kim. 
And everybody Wait, else was pissed what? off. Because <laughs> oh, I can't. How am I going to write Siwu? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do I yeah, do? Yeah, what am that? I going to write about Siwu camp later? Yeah. <laughs> I, it was like what I thought about. It's like, you know, journalists sometimes, they're, they root for, you know, stories yeah. and stuff. And, and yeah. Yeah. it's not when, you know, when they're foreign players, definitely uh, a lot of times don't play as well uh, for their keyboards. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Otherwise, uh, you know, I, I was kind of unfortunate. I thought the backboard became like the primary story, but hey, it was the a cost great has changed down the line. Yeah, then so be it. It was a good tournament. They battled the 100 degree heat and, you know, I mean, poor I can't, air quality. I don't know who, anybody that's chipped in three times to win a tournament. I don't know. It, I, I don't know if that's ever happened before. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. The one on eighteen was a great chip. Yeah, sixteen was insane too. I know, I know. And they both were just nuts. And it yeah. was. I was watching it. I was just like, "Oh my god, that's gonna go in!" And then it just went in. It's like, I don't know. Yep. She made yep. that was a great punch she made too on in the playoff because yeah. that was not. But, it was delicate downhill or easy one to miss. Um, yes. With the pressure, yep. great putt, great yep. win. So uh, a good major championship again. Uh, two good LPGA majors so far this this year. Uh, elsewhere on the PGA Tour, Stewart Sink, eleven years, climbed the mountaintop. He wins the Safeway Open. He is the new number one in the FedEx Cup standings. You think the Safeway wine barrel is a step up for the, the, the Claret Jug? I mean, you get like a full barrel of wine here instead of just half a bottle or a bottle, whatever you fit in the Claret Jug. How unbelievable is this? 47 years old, 11 yeah. years since his last win. I yep. mean, he hasn't even been relevant in a golf tournament in years. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was no, not relevant at all. What was he in on? Career money or something like that? Major medical? I, I forget what he got in on. Um, Probably career money. Past champion, That's <laughs> one of one it. of the eighteen golden parachutes that you have as a tour pro. I mean, it was a good story. He had his son on the bag. Uh, you know, we got that whole narrative. You're talking about the what's good for the keyboard. It's crazy. He's 47. He hasn't won since the British, and you know, now Turn he's number one. The clock. Number one. Number one in the world. I don't have much now else he's besides in the masters. that. <laughs> Next year's Masters. Next year's Masters. Yeah. Yeah. He's not the number one ranked player in the world is not in the US Open though. That that <laughs> is the story, the big takeaway here. How about Big Bill? Good showing by Big Bill, T three. He's ready to prove Jim Gray wrong this year. What does that mean? Oh, because Jim Gray was in your kitchen about the US Open? Yeah, he's doubting Big Bill's chances last year against Brooks. Uh anything else from Safeway? Uh, not really. Akshay, Akshay, Akshay Batia, 150 grand. And great, gets him in the next start. Doesn't have to that burn was... a sponsor. So top 10, uh, T ninth. Other thing that's like exciting about it, he was, he was positive in every strokes gain category. That's good. That's great. Which shows that he played really well. And it wasn't just like, he didn't just have a miraculous week on the putting green. You know, he was... He was 29th, 38th, 10th, and 22nd in, in the strokes game categories. So all-around solid play. Um, outside of that, Streelman getting his FedEx Cup points early. 
How many people are talking about Kevin Streelman's FedEx Cup point total here on, on Monday morning of U.S. Open week? I mean, he's kind of having a great year, you know? Was he at Atlanta? I know that was only yeah, a week ago. Yeah, he was. Oh, my God. One thing while you're on, while you're talking about Akshay and young, you know, young up-and-comers, how about on the women's side, though? We forgot to mention Rose, Rose Jane and Gabby Ruffles. Probably made it. They made a over combined six figures. Obviously, they forego it. Not a lot of playing opportunities for them, right? So I thought that was impressive, especially Zane. She's T eleven. She's still in high school. You know. I know they they played Could be great. A complete stud. So Gabby right. Ruffles hit it in the water, rinsed it on at Poppy's Pond. I think she didn't have enough experience to go for the backboard. <laughs> Must have been bad caddy or something. That could be true. Isn't isn't it the coach, your buddy, the coach or caddy? Who was it the USAM? Justin Silverstein? Maybe. I, I don't know, maybe. You have he, to get up. You have to ask him. Have to give her get a bat, in his you know, tell him he's gotta throw it off that board if he was I don't know if he looped for this event or not. But um anything else from Safeway, Napa. Uh are we surprised that Jordan Spieth missed the cut? No. Should we? My one and done pick. That was the ultimate hex. Uh, no. What do you think he's going to do at Wingfoot? MC? I mean, right? I I don't know. I no. I mean, I don't think he's going to win. I'll tell you it's that really, much. Oh, one other thing. It's kind of just crazy. We got a great. We're all over the place. Great tip. So I guess Ted Potter Jr. is on the precipice of passing Jack Nicholas in all-time earnings, career earnings list. Which, of course, you tend you claim is what everybody's reference guide is for all time. You know, I did never player. said everybody. I said there are, there's a subset of golf fans that would go to that list and be like, "Oh, subset." You know, so Ted Potter Jr. is a better player than Jack Nicholas. <laughs> So that's something we really got to keep our eye on here early in the season. He's very close on the precipice. All right. Anything else What's from Safeway? Stu Sake's got to be way up there on the money. Oh, list. I'll guess he has $32 million in 32 just his million. career, career earnings. PGA Tour. Pulling it up right now. All right. All right. What do you got? He is 21st. On the oh career money God. list. Yeah. $39 million. <laughs> I was short. He's Holy one God. spot one spot ahead of Slick Rick Fowler. Whoa. How about that? Dude, Sabo's 26 on the career money list. I mean, he's been playing for 20 years. Yeah, he's in the Tiger era. That's the whole fraud of the J.J. Henry thing. You know, that made cuts. So, um... Okay, one other thing. I posted this to the Instagram at one point over the weekend. I love the PGA Tour, how they characterize the weather in Napa, in California. This Spooky? Week. Well, that. That was Thursday. But Saturday was hazy, filtered sunshine. Like a cigarette. Filtered cigarette. Filtered sunshine. I don't think I've ever seen that characterization before. But that is quite a way to um, sort of deny the reality of the air and the, the skies. But hazy filtered sunshine. Uh, that's I amused amused me. So all right. Anything else? Good? On I'm, Safeway? I'm good on Safeway. We're on the US Open. We're, we got a big week. We got a spotlight. You're not up. gonna bring up the uh the web? 
Oh, Corker. I got them all. I got, I'm talking okay. about just PGA Tour. Okay, level. okay, I, okay. Know, I'm just saying we're on the U.S. Open. Big week. We had a spotlight up on Payne Stewart with Kevin Robbins Sunday morning. We posted that, so check that out. Gets you right in the mood for U.S. Open. Let's do an ad read for Bixby Coffee. Oh, our friend at Bixby. BixbyCoffee.com. We have our own blend. You have your own blend, light roast. I have the dark roast. Uh, if you subscribe, you get 50% off, 17 bucks uh, a bag. I get two every three weeks. You can pick however many you want at what interval you want. Uh, you subscribe. You just you don't have to worry about going to the grocery store. You don't have to worry about going to Starbucks. Someone There was some great meme out there this week of like Floyd Mayweather, like just in front of a table full of money. It said like people who make their own coffee at home look like this. The amount of money you save. When I like occasionally go to Starbucks because I get caught with my pants down, I have to go to Starbucks, and I never get out of there spending less than like twelve bucks. I get something for my wife. Something. It's always like it's basically almost one full bag of coffee, Bixby coffee. Um, so if you subscribe, just comes at your interval whenever you want. It's fresh. It's not been sitting on the grocery store shelf. Just you know, getting musty and rotting and nasty. It's it's good coffee, right? I need to get a rush order bag. Because I gave mine to our, our new endorsed player, Vince India. Came came in, handed it over to him. Right out of the mail, right to him. Are we breaking some sort of like rule on sponsorship there? Like that we haven't checked, the, you know, we're just claiming we sponsor him because we gave him a bag of coffee once? I gave him a, a mason jar full of cold brew, too. Wow. So now maybe we're on the up and up. I, I just, I'm wondering there, like if a... If we're just claiming to sponsor somebody, if we're he, we if did a, a big up. activation around it, so you did. I must have missed that. <laughs> no, we didn't do anything. I didn't even take a picture of it with it. All right, so this is a way to support the podcast. Subscribe to the coffee. Um, a share of it goes to us. You hopefully get a consumable good that you like and enjoy. All reviews have been quite positive on the product. So, BixbyCoffee.com shotgun start blend. All right. All right. Evans Scholar Invitational, Chicago Highlands, Westchester, Illinois. So that, this is way out there. You know, Westchester, you... Westchester, Illinois, you know, uh, remember, did you watch the movie Hoop Dreams? Sure. It's where yeah. St. Joseph played. Oh, really? Yeah, St. Joseph. Okay. Legendary the... high school yeah, program. Isaiah. Gene Pingator. He Isaiah died a Thomas. couple years ago. Yeah, J- Isaiah Thomas, William Gates. Gates. Uh, yeah. Evan Turner, yeah. more recently. Um, Dimitri McCamey. Well, this is great. I love the St. Joe's uh, alums segment. But you made it sound like that was in the city. It's, it's like 20 up, minutes. Up it's 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes from the city. It's out in the Highlands. It's apparently. in the high. It's on a landfill. Oh, okay. <laughs> so All right. it sits up top. They got. How many pictures did you see of the skyline from players and stuff? I saw a few. Yeah, I saw them. Yeah, they were all... They were, that, that was the appeal. So Curtis Thompson wins. He shoots... Uh, he's 17 under, across four rounds, clips Wellzella Torres, Jimmy Stainer by a shot. Lexi's brother. Lexi's brother. You think he gets sick of being known as Curtis Thompson? Lexi's brother? Every That's, you know, the second sentence every time somebody talks about him. I mean, he, he's more well-known on the, on the web tour than... Like Jimmy Stanger, who is a three times a better golfer. Yeah, Curtis Thompson 
well-known, reputed, like, hothead. Just starts losing it. Loves to just self-flagellation, curse at himself, talk about how he's disappointment, how he effing sucks. Real, real head case, or was hothead, I guess, in past years. Maybe he's got it all on the, you know, straight, you know, righted that ship. So Maybe Canyon straightened him out. Yeah, congrats to him. Big win. Big win. Evan Scholar invitation. Big you win. Any other You're not going anywhere for a year. That's minimum. the issue. Yeah, that's the issue. Nick Zale, Hardy played Zale, well. Yeah, Zale Torres, uh, Zale Torres hasn't finished outside the top 20 in 11 starts or something like that. Is he in the U.S. Open? Yeah, he is. By way of some of those like mm-hmm. web exemptions? Okay. Will yeah. Zalatoris hits the ball extraordinarily well. Like, extraordinarily well. Can't putt real well, right? Isn't that his issue? Uh, it comes and goes. I think he putts okay. like cross-handed claw with an arm lock or something. How about that? Yeah. Anytime okay. you mix like a another form with with an arm lock... Mm-hmm. Scary, yeah. It's it makes you think of, there shouldn't be a, a, a an arm lock shouldn't be allowed when that happens. Feels like a yeah dangerous cocktail. Um. All right. Anything else on Evan Scholar Invitational? Ah, uh, nothing. Nothing okay. else. Good. Is there a web event next week? No, the there US isn't. Open? They have the week off. That's good. But no, it kind of doesn't no matter Jack this McGuire's, year. Because, no Jack McGuire out there. But there wasn't sectional qualifying, so it's kind of less of an issue, right? Except for a few guys. Maybe I guess they it probably comes. makes more sense for the web tour since they'll, they'd lose 10 of their top guys. Right. So right. it almost this format of qualification almost makes incentivizes them not to have an event opposite field. Sure, sure. So, congrats to Curtis Thompson. All right. On the senior tour, Sanford International in South Dakota, Sioux Falls, shares a long border with Nebraska. Miguel Angel Jimenez wins, beats Steve Flash by a shot. I wonder what he's up to in Sioux Falls tonight. You know? The mechanic, a couple bottles of Rioja, just rampaging through South Dakota. We could probably just Google the fi- fine wine bars in in South Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and it'd probably be at one or the, one of the three or four top uh, top results. What guys do you think? Done well, guys done well in the Champions Tour. You you'll find them. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's so, done well, but he was good as a pro too. I mean, he was like as a yeah. I mean, he was a Ryder Cupper. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But he's making hey, Ernie Els had a T eight. Still playing the senior tour. Good for him. Um, nothing else. Guess they had fans. Didn't hear much about how that went or didn't go. So on the European Were tour. Were there actually fans there? I don't know. Or can we confirm? I don't, I don't know what attendance was or people showed up, came out of the woodwork for the Sanford International. Who knows? Who can say? On the European tour, we have our friend George Coetzee. 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 Wins the Portugal Masters at 16 under. He beats Laurie Cantor by two. Such a Tommy, place for him to win. Really? He, well, how many wins does he have? He's he's got have like he might be pushing like eight, nine wins. None of them at I would say prominent stops. You know, none of your like Scottish Open or your Irish Open or things like that. 
He's got five European tour wins. Okay. You ready for him? It. Yeah. The Joburg Open. Gotta be some sunshine. Yeah. The Schwan Open. Another sunshine. <laughs> the Afrasia, Afrasia Bank Mauritius Open. Oh, my God. Again at the Schwan Open. Oh, the Schwani Open. Okay. And then he won uh, Portugal. Portugal Masters. Huh. What's he done in a major? Didn't he? He wasn't like terrible. Uh, T7 in the 2015 PGA. What was that? Whistling Straits, Jason Day. Okay. He's also made it to the round of 16 in the in the Dell match play. There you go. This is a very much a George Kutsia, uh event. So congrats to Kutsia. Kutsia. <laughs> Um, Tommy he, Fleetwood. You know what sucks is that Kutsi uh, didn't make the. He wasn't the, on the Olympic squad. Jacko Van Zyl took that spot. Yeah, maybe WD. Maybe he was. It wasn't beneath even George Kutsia. You know, he only goes to Mauritius. So. Highest world ranking. Guess what? I bet he got to like forty sixth, forty third. Really close, forty-one. There you go. All right. I swear he got President's Cup buzz one year. Maybe it was on like a heater. Had like the Richard Sterney Memorial spot or something like that. Press Cup, George Kutsia. He, he beat he beat the interna- internationals, JJ Henry. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yes. Uh, okay, that's it. That covers it for he results. Won, he won the first junior tournament he ever played in. Guess what he shot? It was nine holes. Are you just on his Wikipedia right yeah. now? Yeah. Um, nine holes? I don't know. 41. 49. <laughs> what? What kind of event was this? I don't know. How many people were in it? Three? I don't understand. I mean, if he was like six, I guess, you know, I understand that. Uh, okay, that's a George Casilla uh, spotlight for the. Week. He he had a little fitzy moment at University of San Diego. He attended for only one semester. Do you think? I'm surprised he doesn't get sponsors exemptions into Tory every year. <laughs> hometown favorite, hometown kid. <laughs> Did you see Houston Baptist? Gave uh, Texas Tech almost a run for their money. Monty's school. Monty's place. Did you see the details about their? Everybody was tweeting about their stadium on Saturday night. Oh yeah, I saw that. One it's side the CBS. CBS. <laughs> One side stands. The other side CBS. <laughs> it's like the drive-through pharmacy is like it abuts the sideline. So I don't know. Just thought of Monty when you're talking about you know Euro Tour players. Having a couple, you could get a lot there. of uh, Mountain Dew there. Yeah, there you go. Right at uh, CVS. News: uh, Scotty Scheffler, WD, test positive for COVID, has to withdraw from uh, the U.S. Open, which uh, he'll be replaced by George Katsia's mate, you know, Brandon Grace, South African. So it's too bad Katsia uh, doesn't get in. It's a shame. You know, it is uh, Scheffler. I mean, it's a shame he gets it at all or any time. You don't want anybody to get COVID. Uh, he's obviously been playing very well. He's played well at the last major, has played well in the interim. 
Um, so yeah, six. See, not get to see his game at Wingfoot. Should we kick it to Kisner for his commentary? <laughs> I mean, I have that here in news. Yeah. Uh, I, it is. I'm it not... is a shame that Scheffler can't play. Obviously, uh, it sucks, especially after the way he played at the PGA, the way he's been playing in the playoffs. Uh, definitely wouldn't say he's a favorite, but he would have been on a list of players that you'd say they could contend yeah. and possibly win. Yep. Yep. Get some good good value out of that. Uh, I have Kesner here news, and I'm not trying to like avoid talking about it. I just don't know what we can add to it. But you can if you want to talk. Like all, it was all a I'm going to say, terrible, stupid, fucking tweet, and it was, yeah. you know, it was heartless. It made him look like an asshole. It probably did a lot of damage to his brand. All that stuff. It was just like I don't know. I don't want to pile on. It's just, yeah. It, all I'm all I'm going to say is that it was a stupid tweet because making light or you know of any sort of death is not good. You know. Yeah. Like yes, people died, and he made a comment that was a smart ass comment because he does. He clearly has a problem with the person that tweeted about their family members dying, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and that you should never do that. It, it's you know, death is not something you should. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. I, and that's it. You you get yourself into trouble uh, trouble on Twitter too. Might a good idea to just not send everything or not every thought needs to go tweeted um that's it i don't have anything else there's this apparently big co- equipment controversy on the lpga oh that's raging bob mizuno made uh who somebody had to pay for their mizuno clubs but then golf central had to issue a correction saying they didn't have to pay that seems and very like, fishy Something's going on with Lisa Cornwell. I guess she reported on it, and then she had to leave the ANA. I honestly like, I can't make heads. Or, I can't keep up with it. It just it appears to be some. I don't know if Mizuno, you know, put their thumb on the scale. I don't know what happened, but uh, there's something that's bubbling there that that we'll have to look into a little bit more. I know that Mizuno is is gives out the least amount of freebies of almost any equipment company, which I appreciate. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I appreciate their, but, you know, making a, a woman pay for clubs in a major championship. At the same time, though, like, like it, it, I, I don't think this woman should have had to pay for clubs because, but, like, if the, if Taylor made charge Tiger. Yeah. Who cares? Well, yeah. What you- they pay him millions of dollars. Right, right. The player in question, by the way, was Ziyu Lin. Uh, she's uh, 24, and you know she's 105th in the Rolex rankings. But yeah, yeah. Th- uh, go ahead. I don't know. I I go back and forth on on. So it, it, she's sponsored by them, right? So they pay for. I'm not sure that that's accurate. I don't know that she is sponsored by them. The, this apparently is a ongoing issue, though, at LPGA. I think uh, everybody should have to players. pay for their equipment. Yeah, yeah. You think you think that would create this sort of, I don't know, tragedy of the commons thing, where like guys are paying for hot equipment, paying like extra under the table. Mm-hmm. You got like sketchy, you know, Corey Connors, 
throws in like a extra thousand dollars under the table. Give me the hot one. Give me the the hot drawer. Can you pull that out? Kind does, of thing. Does the LPGA tour have a a CT machine? I mean, given that their stats page has hole in one holes in one leader, I would don't think they probably have or they have no shot like they don't have like which is another total travesty. Like, and I'm not blaming anyone there. Like they should be given that as well. I don't think they probably have a CT machine would be my guess. And is that really an issue on the LPGA? Right. Is that, that, I mean, if it's an issue on the PGA tour, it could be start to become creep, creep in the hot, hot drivers. Somebody sent me a link to buy a CT machine a a couple of weeks ago. I wish I still had it. Of course they did. How much was it? I don't. I can't remember. That's what I was trying to find. I mean, what if you just started showing up to events like this with the CT? And you put machine? these guys on the spot, and you turn your camera on, and they kind of got to do it, right? I mean, they I, can't run away and hide. That's sort of you're like admitting guilt without you if you refuse to even try. I think I'd be removed from the tournament pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't think you can just roll up with the CT machine. Okay. Anything else before we dive into how do you US feel Open about, Week? How do you feel about the equipment thing? Not uh, having to pay for your clubs? I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I think she should get them for free probably since everybody else gets them for free. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it, <laughs> I think you're on the right track there. There needs some uniformity. I wouldn't mind if everybody just had to pay. Right? If everybody's got to pay, I guess though, then you start to get this whole... I don't know. Does that sort of elbow out the, the the people who pull themselves up by the bootstraps crowd, right? Like Tigers obviously just always going to get the best stuff or people with money. The it, It's this whole like world rankings closed door system, right? It makes it even harder for people to break through if that becomes a budget concern for a lot of women, men, web players, things like that, right? Am I, I wrong? Yeah. I, I don't think I, it's just a weird thing. If like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where I would stand. Cause you can see from like Mizuno doesn't spend much money on like sponsoring players and stuff. And uh-huh. sure. It's sure. like, you know, it, but at the same time, if you're one twenty in on the men's tour, you're getting free clubs. So if, if that's the case, the women uh, women should get them too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like if uh, if Stuart Sink, who I think is like 120 in the world now, went up to Mizuno and said, "Hey, I want to play your irons," they give him a set, right? Yep, yep. So, yep. Brittany Lincecum's tweeting about it tonight. This does seem to be a thing. I'm looking into it a little bit more. Lisa Cornwell was sent home early from A and A. People are conspiracy theorizing. Mizuno put their thumb on the scale. So, hmm. what kind we'll of follow that? How much weight do they have to put on the scale? That's what I was wondering too. It's not like <laughs> TaylorMade or something <laughs> sponsors every show and stuff like that. But whatever. Okay, we got a big week coming. Huge right? week. U.S. Open. We'll have I'm lots pumped. of extra episodes. This is about as excited as I've been for a major in a long time. I wish. We could be there in the flesh, but you know, we got too much family stuff going on. There's also a pandemic. Happy to watch from home. Um, 
We'll have extra episodes, probably nightly during champ during the championship. Maybe yeah. a picks, maybe a picks thing with Paulie. Bring him back. Ask about like, you know, Ches Revy, Danny Balin. You know, some of the club pros that are in the field. Things like that. Uh, see what what the caddy Noonan, what impact he might have on the lines and fantasy DFS pricing. He doesn't have a bag for the weekend. I yes, he does. Right? No, I think I it's only. That... I think he's caddying for Balin, only the, during practice rounds. Oh, okay. All right. This is all just too much, too much activation and PR around that. Okay. So we'll have extra episodes. Check out that spotlight. We give you a, kind of a two episode Sunday, one in the morning, one in the evening. And uh, thanks again to Kevin Robbins for joining us, a professor and author on the Payne Stewart book. And uh, we'll be back with you. When are we going to do the next episode? Who knows? We'll have lots coming. So it's U.S. Open week. We're pumped. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.